0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Let Me Fill You In. This is now the 11th installment of this midweek show, a, a spin off, if you will, of Phil at the Movies. And I want to say thank you for taking time out of your day and hearing what I have to say on movies. Two movies to recommend for you. I'm going to save uh, my my uh, thoughts and reactions to one of them for Friday's fill at the movies. You can probably guess which movie I am uh, talking about here. But uh, another movie I want to recommend to you, and it's sort of right up right up my alley, and, and for all you horror buffs out there. The movie is The Boogeyman and it is based on the short story by Stephen King and I will just put out there as a disclaimer. If uh, if you have read the short story, the movie really takes inspiration from the concept. It's more of a spiritual adaptation in a lot of ways. I mean, one the short story is I think like a dozen pages or so, um, and, and that's kind of hard to necessarily make into a, into a movie. So you're going to take a lot of liberties and uh, creative uh, creative detours, so to speak. But uh, in, in addition, it, it really sort of takes the the premise of the short story and expands the canvas into something very unique and terrifying and and it it, it's a it's a fun and strange to call a horror movie fun but uh it's a perfect summer horror movie Uh, it doesn't reinvent the wheel uh, by any stretch of the imagination but it is it is certainly uh filled with terrific performances there's a real psychological underpinning which kind of drives the film it's not just a straightforward scare fest or a jump scare fest though there are some moments of of pure uh, suspense and, and kind of terror that really will will Stick with you and kind of make it a, a memorable experience. But uh, it's there's it's really the psychological s- sort, of, sort of tension and horror that's going on that really I think is at the piece of this. So if you are a fan of the genre, if you love these these kinds of movies, it's definitely right up your alley. And you know maybe if you're looking just to get a little jolt, <laughs> a little jump on your summer uh, summer movie viewing pleasure, you know before all the uh, the big movies open in, in the next few weeks then uh, maybe check this out because it, it, it is really in addition to the scares and the horror elements uh, i would say that the real drive is the psychological aspect to it uh which you know sometimes that that can be the most frightening uh, horror of all it's sort of you know what's going on uh, on the inside versus what's you know scary or lurking in the in the shadows but you know again, anything from the mind of Stephen King you know is going to be a a, a winner when it comes to comes to comes to anything horror I mean the man truly is uh, the, a master of his craft i mean i don 't think i 'm uh, you know, saying anything uh, too off the wall with that that he has done and created some of the most memorable stories of, of all time, uh, particularly in in the realm of horror and I was asked the other day to to rank or, or if I had to give a top Three Stephen King adaptations, and and you know there's so many of them, and, and I frankly have enjoyed every single one of them. But uh, if I, if I was really pressed, and and you know this is this is just sort of uh, putting it uh, putting it out to you guys, I'd love to know your thoughts. But um, for me, it has to be it, The Shining, and Misery. Th- those three really are perfect adaptations because they take the best parts of of his books and, and turn them into these uh these these magnificent uh movie going experiences As, you know especially The Shining which uh, famously Stephen King uh, is not a fan of he did not uh, like the the adaptation or the direction that, that Stanley Kubrick and uh, company took with it but uh, uh nevertheless it, it's one of my favorite horror films of, of, of all time and I mean Speaking of misery, with with Kathy Bates and, and, and the late James Caan, it's it's one of the best sort of trapped-in-the-house setting for a horror movie ever done, and Kathy Bates earned that Oscar, uh, no question. It's, it's one of my absolute favorites, and, and every year when I do my horror movie rewatches, that one always makes its way uh, to the top because just... Her performances uh, of Annie Wilkes is, is one for the books, and then of course it. Uh, I personally prefer the the twenty, I think it was the twenty sixteen or 2017 one. Uh, with with Bill Skarsgård and, and directed by Andy Muschietti, uh, who I'll, interestingly enough I'll be mentioning uh, directed another movie that I saw uh, this week. So it's all uh, it all ties together. But uh, the, the the recent adaptation of it is is spectacular. It's scary. It's it's charming in, in a way. It's really an interesting coming of age story mixed in with uh, with the horror. But uh, yeah, th- those would be my top three Stephen King uh, adaptations. But uh, the Boogeyman is one of those films where it's it, it doesn 't necessarily pretend to be something that it isn 't you 're going there you 're going to be you 're going to be entertained you 're going to be scared and uh, and it gets the job done so definitely would recommend that especially if you are a fan of the genre now on that note as I mentioned there are, you know, two films to recommend for you this week, and you can imagine the the other one that i 'm going to just briefly mention because i 'm going to save. My more in depth reactions and and thoughts for friday's episode of Phil at the movie, so uh, this is a good way to sort of plug for the other show and uh, get you to get you to come back if you're curious to hear my uh my thoughts Of course, the movie I am talking about is the flash and to uh, To do another plug uh, my uh, the other show that I, I co-host with my two buddies Chris Evans and and Anthony Caruso will be doing a, a big deep dive uh, of the film uh, for our next episode so uh, if you follow along that show you can certainly hear our, our reactions uh, and our discussions uh, at, at length in the uh, in, in, in the coming weeks uh, because now all three of us have had a chance to uh, to see the movie. Uh, until Monday, I was the only one in my uh, w- one of the only ones in my uh, my, uh, my my group, my uh, my uh, you know, community, if you will, uh, who had not had a chance to uh, to see the movie. And I was you know was sort of in dodging spoilers left and right. And I finally had a chance to see it Monday night in IMAX. It was one of the first showings that they're doing, kind of this week prior to the to the release on on friday and and it was a packed house it was a lot of energy people were really excited i I was there with my crew i had my my michael keaton batman shirt on and again i'm not going to go into depth with it because certainly the movie hasn't opened yet and i don't want to uh, get into spoilers or anything like that the only thing i'm going to say it is pure comic book movie magic and i i I was dazzled. I was dazzled by this movie. The more that I think about it, this is now a little under uh, twenty four hours since I've seen the movie, and I can't stop thinking about it. And that is always that is always a good sign when when you when you can't stop thinking uh, about a movie. Particularly when, when your thoughts are are positive. I mean, again, there can always be the inverse when you think of, oh, God, what did I just watch? That was an abomination. But not, not in the case with the Flash. I, I can't stop thinking about this movie. I left with the biggest grin imaginable, and, and it was just, it was joy. It was pure joy. It, it was a, a call back to, uh, to the to the summer comic book movies. Of of my uh, uh, of my youth, if you will, uh, it definitely it, it it made me feel really good. Uh, so I am I'm very excited to not only go more in depth with this with this movie on a future episode, but I can't wait to see it again. And and I will just say because it is uh, it is worth saying right now, Michael Keaton does it again. The the man is batman as far as i am concerned he he, he doesn't miss a beat Redons the cowl and, and puts on the cape with 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 ease it's like he never left. Uh, it's like he never left. So there, there kind of gives you my little, uh, my little teaser, if you will, for uh, for the Flash. But uh, I mean, just without without question, I, I would recommend this movie, especially to to fans, to to diehard fans, and even casual moviegoers. I, I think this is going to play really well with general audiences because. It is a fun comic book movie. There's a lot of humor in it. There's there's of course the action, but there's also heart, a- and that sometimes is, is overshadowed in these big budget tentpole movies. Not not in the case with the Flash. Uh, everything really teams perfectly together to create a a, a, a damn good movie. So. I will have more thoughts on uh, on Friday. So if you are uh, if you are uh, inclined, you can tune in and hear my reactions for uh for the flash uh at fill at the movies uh but also if you uh if you haven't had your fill of me then you can certainly uh, catch a future episode of DC Unlimited uh where myself Chris Evans and uh Anthony Caruso will have a a a, a deep dive and and long-range discussion on on the flash and I'm I'm looking forward to that uh, with with anticipation, but that's all for for movie recommendations this week. Do want to close out with one final uh, cinematic quote? Always love to do this with uh, with these shows. So this one today comes from Stanley C- uh, Kubrick, and kind of appropriate given the, my mention earlier of The Shining and, and uh, his work with Stephen King. So I stumbled upon this uh, this quote from him the other day, and it really it sums up my feelings about filmmaking and, and, and filmmaking as an art form and here it is right now. The most difficult thing about directing a film is getting out of the car but when you finally get it right, there are not many joys in life that can equal that feeling. And I thought just that I mean people sort of might think, okay what the hell is he talking about? But it, I have to say it really it really resonated with me because art is challenging it is not something that can be created in an instant it is not something that can necessarily be taught a lot of it is instinctive it is repetitive it is trial and error and I think what Kubrick is saying here in terms of filmmaking this is a complicated medium people think oh you go and get a camera and you shoot at something and you call it a day Anybody can do that. We record videos on our on our cell phones all the time. What, you know, what's so hard about this for God's sake? But actually when you were trying to to create something that has depth and meaning and passion and kind of can transcend just a generic run of the mill 30-second clip, well, that takes something else entirely different, it's an entirely different set of skills and it requires a focused thinking and, and I don't really think it can be necessarily taught it's instinctive it's determination it's hard it's a passion it's all of all of your very being put into something and as he says it's it's not always guaranteed success is not always Guaranteed with anything, but particularly when it comes to art, when it's especially when it's filmmaking, you could have the most creative, most adept sc- uh, script in the world, the most complete and compassionate and revolutionary characters, and yet it could be a bomb with audiences because it doesn't resonate or it doesn't connect. And ultimately, that is horrible on you, the artist, because you feel as if you have failed. That is a a, a feeling of rejection that that cuts deep at the very thing at which you're doing. But but ultimately, I think what he is. Getting at is that he is right. When, when art is done right, when 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 you achieve set that impossible dream, if you will, You're able to tap into something. And and filmmaking, I think, succeeds when you're able to put something on screen that not only can capture the imaginations and and transport the people who are are watching and kind of take them out of their everyday lives, but but can ultimately stay with them. It's why we go back to our favorite movies. It's why we are are drawn to certain kind of stories, because it it resonates with us on such a, a human level. And I think ultimately you can't dilute this process down to just putting a camera in the corner and shooting something it goes so much beyond that it, you've got to have passion you've got to have drive and ultimately you got to have determination and, and when all of those are, you know instances are teaming together you can create something and as and St- uh, Stanley Kubrick perfectly and and frankly brilliantly says those are are moments of joy that that don't equal to many other uh moments in life and that's really i think at its core what what filmmaking or, or or any kind of art form can 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 be when you really get down to it on that instinctive human level so there we go there's my my cinematic quote to you today brought to you by the by the late great stanley Kubrick. But. Uh, in any event, those were my movie recommendations for you. As I teased earlier, tune in for The Flash on on uh, Phil at the Movies on Friday where I will, I will share with you more thoughts and reactions on this film. But in any event, thank you as always for taking time out of your day and hearing what I have to say on movies. Of course, always can check me out on Fridays with Phil at the Movies. Otherwise, I'll be back here same time next week. Thanks again.